And our inspirations, of course, for today is uh, uh, with uh, somebody you know very well at Radio Veritas, Director Father Emil. Father Emil. Good morning to you, and a very happy feast day to you. And to you too, Father. Thank you very much. When I think of Gregory, I think of my good friend Gregory Mashaba, who is a good friend of mine, and he's feast day today, and he sent me a message this morning. So, Gregory, do you listen a very happy feast day to you too. Oh, nice. Happy feast day in Tate Mashaba. And today, uh, Father, hola. you know it's the 3rd of uh, September, and it's just a day after a great day at Radio Veritas. <laughs> yes. Well, a happy birthday for yesterday, Colin. Thank you, Father. And yours was actually the first birthday message that I received. <laughs> and and it was it was lovely to hear from you. Thank you very well, much. Well, I really hope you had a wonderful, wonderful day. I did. It was it was quiet. I had lunch with my sister. She did a special birthday lunch, and it was wonderful. Very nice. That's lovely. And she cooked. Well, I, I, I had a quiet day as well. And, uh, oh yes. Today I'm going to go and see my ophthalmologist. So I've got a fairly busy day today, but it's. Lovely just being back on Radio Veritas again. I must say, it's I lovely. Miss Radio it's, Veritas, I really do. It's lovely to have you, Father. Thank you very, very much. And it's lovely that you visited me the other day. It was really nice to see you again. Oh, what a joy! What a joy! You and, were looking, yeah, you were well, looking so much, so much better. I am feeling much better. I am feeling much better. And and um, <clears throat> it's uh, my leg just a week. That's the only trouble, and, and I, I don't go anywhere without a nurse. I'm now back at St. Mary's, and uh, uh, in the frail care, which they've given me a lovely little room here. So if I need a nurse, I just push the button, and within a minute, somebody's here. How wonderful. So it's, it's very, very, it's very kind and compassionate, and they're so good. The sisters are good, the nurses are good, and uh, I, I'm, I'm very, very happy here, and I'll be in the frail care now, I think, for a couple of weeks still. Yes. And then I'll move back into my flat again. And are you still going, planning to go down to Mossel Bay? No, not, not, not for the time being. Right. Um, I spoke to my, my doctor, Dr. Biswoda, and he said, no, better not to go now because I've got to have treatment. I should tell you, about, I want to tell you about my treatment. But uh, he said, it's, you know, that place is a little bit out. It's very beautiful. But um, if I need a treatment, there won't be anything available there. So no. I just got to be sensible and and take it easy. I think. Yes. Yes. For the and time being, anyway. Father, I think uh, maybe tell us then what the what your well, condition my, is, and you know the you diagnosis. Know, I was in yes. hospital for two months, and uh, it was a very very trying time. I was depressed. I was fragile. I am. Um, I was very weak. Um, most of the time I was lying down. In fact, at one stage, when I contracted this hospital, um, this hospital infection, bad, it's yeah. called, um, uh, what is it called again now? The superbug. Uh, anyway, whatever it's called. Um, I, I was so weak, I couldn't even lift my arm oh, yes. with my glasses on. So many people who saw me at that time um, thought this was it, and I didn't realize that I was so sick. I was really, very, very sick, and uh, people thought that, you know, this is the end. In fact, the doctors themselves um, said it was touch and go. They had practically given up on me. 
Yeah. Um, there's nothing they could do really uh, brought them any answers at all. So I was sick. I was up in intensive care for about four days. And um, it all went it all went very well. My blood pressure had gone up sky high. No, no, sorry, it came down mm-hmm. 70 over 40 when they oh, put me into the, right, into the intensive care. But then they, they got it normal again. And now my blood pressure is quite normal. Good. Um, but but, I but think they, you're... Still, they still didn't know what my problem was. As my, as my physician said, Father, you're an enigma to us. Uh, you're not a simple, ordinary, standard case. So I'm very special. I feel very special. Well, <laughs> very, I, very special. I think so, um, but I, I think, too, your recovery was nothing short of miraculous. Well, I, it, it is, you know, and I'm, I'm very grateful. As the doctor said to me once, you can thank all those people praying for you because that's the only reason why I think she said you, you pulled through. Yes. So I know I'm very grateful to all the many, many listeners we have on Veritas who have been praying for me and sending me messages and uh, just keeping me in their prayers. And, and I'm, I'm really grateful to them. And then to our blessed lady and to St. Martin, to whom I have a devotion and Miss uh, Benedict Daswa, and you know, uh, so many people have influenced me and touched my life in this time. Yeah. As I've said, it's been a really low period in my life, and um, I try to to see it in a positive light and pray through it. And uh, I really often prayed the prayer of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, where yes. you know He was just surrounded by 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 nothingness and by emptiness and uh, dis, uh, just uh, general um, discard, and I, I really felt like that. I, I, it's difficult for me to say now, but at the time, you know, if you close your eyes, for example, and you look into the back of your eyelids, you can sometimes see, uh, you know, devastation and all that sort of stuff. And, and that was a time when I really prayed very deeply with Jesus, thanking, thanking God just for enabling me to share in the suffering of Jesus. So but those were the, the trying moments. Those were the really hard moments. And during all this, I was truly supported by the love and the prayers and the attention of, of so many people. In the hospital, the nurses were fabulous, and the doctors couldn't do more. They were really a wonderful team of doctors. And so I really got the best possible treatment. Now, in the end, the doctors said, you know, if all that they are doing doesn't reap the results, then I need to have a biopsy. So we were trying to avoid biopsies because biopsies are intrusive. And uh, the one biopsy they wanted to do was the kidney biopsy. And then in, in the end, they also did a bone marrow biopsy. And uh, I was fearful of this. I thought this was going to be very, very painful, but it wasn't painful at all. It was, it was quite pleasant, actually. Um, so they did the two um, biopsies, the bone marrow and the, uh, the kidney biopsy. And um, kidney biopsy was fine. It caused a little bit of bleeding, which had to be eventually sucked away, I suppose in some way, by filling up the blood and so forth. Um, but it took a long time for the two biopsies to come up with their results. In fact, when I saw my doctor on Thursday, um, 
the kidney biopsy hadn't yet come back from the microbiology department. But the bone marrow had come back, and what they are now convinced about is that my condition is what they call amyloid lambda. I'm sure you haven't heard about that. <clears throat> and there are lots of people listening now will never remember it. Mm-hmm. Amyloid, A-M-Y-L-O-I-D, amyloid lambda. You can look it up on the internet. It's very interesting. Um, what it is is your bone marrow produces what they call immunoglobulin protein. All right. It's a protein. And this gets fed from the bone marrow into your immune system. And this protein in the immune system um, is meant to fight infections. Now, I'm evidently producing too much of this. So it's being discharged into my nervous system, which is my CIDP that I have. That's why I can't feel, because my, 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 um, the, the sheath, myelin sheath around my nerves has been eaten away by my own immune system. So that's why I have no feeling in my hands and my feet. And the other thing is that this same production of protein is also eaten into my one of my uh, organs, which is my kidneys, and has affected the kidney, and so the kidneys don't function normally. Uh, or, or as they should. So, the, the kidney function, my kidneys are working and so on. There's no cancer. There's no my, There's no um, malignancy or anything like that. But the treatment for this condition, treatment, is chemotherapy, a light chemotherapy, which has no side effects. And it's, it's, it's taken at four-day intervals for two weeks, and then there's a break of three weeks, and then another four interval, four four days of this chemo, and then and it goes on for four months. Now that should rectify the problem in the kidneys, and the hope is that it will also eventually have some effect on my CIDP. That hopefully, hopefully, I get back some feeling in my hands and my feet again. Yes. So. Basically, I know it sounds all very technical. And when my doctor told me, I said, yes, yes, yes. But then when I looked it up on the internet as amyloid, A-M-Y-L-O-I-D, then I read up all the stuff. And that's basically what it is. It's, uh, it's the kidney, the um, bone marrow producing too much immunoglobulin, uh, which is attacking my own body, it's attacking my nervous system, and it attacks my my kidneys. Yes. So that's really basically what my problem is. I have no pain. Uh, it's, uh, it's, but I just, I'm always tired and my legs are always weak. I now got swollen ankles and so on during the day. So I'm on water tablets. Um, but generally speaking, as you can hear, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm really full of beans, but it's just walking. I don't walk without anybody. I always have my walker with me. Yeah. So even with your walker, you still have to have somebody uh, just monitoring you then when you walk? I always have a nurse walking with me, yeah. Yes. You see, when I was in the Rosebank Clinic, 
I was in the rehab for, for two weeks because I was simply unable to walk. I couldn't walk. Yes, yes. So they had to teach me to walk all over again. And uh, I did very well. They were very impressed with my, my progress that I was able to, uh, to walk the way I did. Um, and I never walked with a walker when I was at the rehab. I always walked on my own oh. with a physician next to me, a, 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 what you call it, a physio next to me. They always put a, a strap around my waist. They keep their thumb in the back of the strap just in case I fell. But I never fell. And, uh, uh, but they were very, very good at the rehab. My plan now is that I'd like to go to the outpatients of rehab and, uh, and, and get some uh, rehabilitation there, some physiotherapy twice a week. They're very, very professional. They know the whole neurostructure of the body very, very well. And uh, they're competent, very helpful and kind and so on. So these are things that I might have to be doing in the next few weeks. Uh, while I continue to recuperate. And uh, yes. I always love seeing people, and uh, people, if they want to come and visit me, they will just let me know, and uh, I love to see people. Because in the hospital, I was really lonely there when you're sort of cooped up in an aeroplane for for, <laughs> for two months. Yes, uh, yes. I hope I never go through that again. Like this, uh, so it's in Mary's people can visit you any time, of course. I think so. You can just come along to St. Mary's and ring the bell and ask to see me. Um, I mean, uh, today I've got to go to my um, specialist, my eye specialist, because I've got glaucoma. So I'm going to see him at 11 o'clock today. So I'm in a bit of a rush this morning. Yes. I know Charles Pritchard wants to come and see me this morning, but uh, I have to leave here at 10 o'clock. And then I want to quickly pop around to, to Montreal, where I haven't been for a long time. I find steps, stairs, very difficult. To, to climb, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And no, no, no. going down uh, inclines is also very difficult for me. Father, there is one other remedy you can use to expedite your healing process. Okay. <laughs> the plenty of golden gargle. The golden gargle. I haven't got any more of that golden gargle. I'm going to get some more of that, actually. Oh, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> And Father, so you're saying it's, it's mild chemo. When are you starting this? I, I was hoping to start this week, but I'm waiting for the medical aid to get back to us. Yes. The doctor has motivated for it. So it, it would have been, for example, Monday, Thursday, and then four days later, and four days later again, and then a break of about three weeks. Yes, yes. Well, uh, Father, we're with you all the way uh, on your road to you. recovery. Well, I, I, I just wanted to update everybody with how I am and where I am. Um, I thought I'd lost weight, but I haven't I've put on a bit of weight. You have. So, um, <laughs> which is fine. I'm all right. But I was very sick. I looked very sick. But I'm now much, much better. And I must say the love and the care and the attention, the attention of the nurses here at St. Mary's and the sisters of the King William Congregation I couldn't say more. I really, I'm ever, ever grateful to them for all that they're doing for me. I feel really, really loved and cared for. And I think this 
You know, you know, when I was in the hospital, I said to the doctor one day, I said, you know, doc, we can have all the medical tests. And at the, at the Roseland Clinic, they've got all the medical tests, every yes. conceivable kind of machine they have. And they've done the tests. I've had MRIs and GEEs and XYZs and all the rest of it. I said to the doctor, there's nothing more health-giving than for you to sit down in the corner of my bed and give me your attention and show me your love and your care and compassion and so on. That's the best medication. All the other stuff, it's fine, it's all there. But if a doctor just sort of pops in and pops out, I might want just to say to him, stay away. But when he sits or when he stops and he gives me his attention and he talks to me, that is so vitally important. And I think generally speaking, not just for a doctor, but for, for anybody when you visit somebody who's sick, spend a bit of time, be generous with your time, and never rush in and rush out. I know we're all very busy about things, but we need to slow down a little bit and my goodness, if I think of my life, I, uh, I've always been very busy and uh, rushing around and doing lots of things. Now I am forced to slow down. And I always say, if you're visiting people in hospital, be generous with your time. Hold their hands. Play with them. Be with them. Um, that, for me, that's the best possible medication. And Father... So, I yeah. think uh, we, we need to say thank you to God for, for all these beautiful things uh, that Absolutely. have happened and this uh, miraculous recovery, yes. And, of course, you're still on your way to full recovery. I'm ever, 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 ever grateful to God for, for bringing me to where I am today. It is, it is quite clearly miraculous that I am where I am. And uh, I didn't realize, as I said, how sick I was, but I was very ill. But I'm grateful to God, and I'm grateful to every listener who's listening to me now. And I want to say, thank you. Thank you for your love, your prayers, and your encouragement. Thank you very much, Father. And we'll catch up with you again soon, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hanya. Lovely, lovely talking to you and Colin. Thank you, Father. And uh, on your behalf, you don't have any golden gargle. I do, so I'll swig some for you. <laughs> Okay, all right, Colin. That's wonderful. (laughs) Bye bye, Father. My love to all the staff and everybody at Veritas. Thank you. Thank you. Radio Veritas Your Catholic Connection